Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up. What's going on, everybody? Ears up podcast. We are back together. This is the my favorite time of the week, or the every other week, or I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Something hey. like that. Yeah, it's a favorite thing that Often we do. Enough. There Ooh. you go. Yeah, absolutely. Not like I'm in here every day or anything. But we are back on the show. We're talking Disney stuff, specifically Genie Plus. Ooh. Now, a couple months ago, I think it was uh, RGH threatened me with a good time, and he goes, you know. Um, <laughs> I've used the uh, Genie Plus on the Bull Coast, so I can, uh, you know, I can tell you all about it if you want. I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Let's <laughs> talk about it. It's exactly how you sound, RGH. Yeah. Yes, just to like that. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I'm curious about it, having never used it, but uh, potentially we'll use it in January. No. Yeah, I think January when we go to the parks. Finally, if that happens, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm curious, man, because I've heard. I've heard differing stories about it. I've heard sure. that it uh, stinks. I've heard that it's not that bad. I've heard that it's complicated, and I've heard that it stinks. So I don't know how much positivity is going to be, you know, coming through. I just <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But I have yet to speak with anybody who goes, you know what, flawless helped me have a fantastic time. Everything was great, and I, you know, I knew when it was rolling out. I'm like this is going to take a while. It's going to take a while to build up the information. It's going to take a while to get some tweaks because you, when you roll about a big software like this, that takes a giant chunk out of people's planning for yeah. the day. You're not going to be able to please everybody. Yeah. So you're going to have yeah. to make some tweaks and stuff like that. It's like a it's like a triple A video game. You know, there's going to be the updates. Hacks. Sure. Yeah. Going to get got to get the hacks. Oh, the and hack secrets. Videos. Yes. Exactly right. Exactly right. So Ryan, you were going to talk talking to us about that. Yes, sir. All right, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm. Uh, I can't wait. Can't wait for it. I'm and, excited yeah. because it just it feels like having to learn a foreign language about from something that I felt like I knew everything about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there, there is a certain element of that. Um, Eric and I were chatting about that earlier this week. That right now the parks do take some knowledge to get into, right? Which is unfortunate for folks who don't want to invest that time. Uh, it's fortunate if you do invest that time because mm. it makes things really enjoyable and arguably better than they were. Mm. But the trade-off there is you have to spend the time and you have to learn the things, which is not the most comfy thing in the world. But that's why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's right. At least you. Yeah, right. Yeah. My yeah, my thing with it, you know, again, having not used it one iota, is that it seems needless. It really does. It I could see it on the back end where Disney wants to be able to manipulate the crowds and relieve the pressure from one ride and put it to the other and steer people towards stuff they may not experience. And I totally understand that. But I don't I, I think that level of like micro control isn't needed. Mm. But maybe it, it is. That, maybe Ryan that's also the can tell part us. of it that's working the worst. 
Yeah. Okay. If we're being Regular honest. Free genie. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. Free, free genie is, is working the worst, I would say. Mm. Um, and, and I think the problem is, is there's a lot of companies and not to get into the topic too much, but there's a lot of companies out there that are doing that better mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. than Disney is. And so Disney's caught on the back foot playing catch up and not doing well at it. Okay. Well, that's the show then, I guess. Yeah, there we it's go. The TLDR of what's going on is that uh, <laughs> they're not doing great. No, we're going to get into all that. Uh, but of course, if you're going to the parks, be sure and hit up Concy Ears. Go to concierge.com first and foremost. You can buy tickets from them and they will charge you nothing more. We got Bev over here. Uh, nothing more than uh, <laughs> just, just just shake your glass full of ice. You know, it's fine. <laughs> there's not a there's not a sound magnifying device in front of you or anything. I like put that. it fine. down below. I thought I wouldn't catch it. It's No, of course it is. Of course it's going to catch it. Are you crazy? What are you crazy? Um, anyway, they're going to get you set up at the parks and, uh, you know, even if you already know how to go to the parks and if you already know how to plan and you want to stay at a specific hotel and you don't want to deal with all that, at least buy tickets from concierge, it costs you no extra money. And then while you're at the parks, if you want some tips or you want some help booking a a reservation for dinner or Oga's Cantina or whatever happens, I don't really know. Uh, concierge will help you out. You get a little concierge, you can text me, go beep, boop, boop. Hey, brother, hook me up with, uh, Carthay, you know, dining reservation things, man. I, I don't know, secured a big deal or something. I don't know whatever people do when they're not (laughs) riding rides at Disneyland and uh, concierge will help you out for free. So check them out. Concierge.com. Eric. Yes. Speaking of concierge. Whoa. You want to talk windows or what, buddy? Yeah, let's talk some windows. You took over. You've taken over Terrence's segment, I think. And then now you're taking over Bev's windows. Oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah. I did not know this. This yeah. is exciting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, and I've, I've told them this and um, I've expressed my extreme feelings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Pleasure, displeasure. Let's just say feelings. You have extreme feelings. You don't seem like yes. a man that has extreme feelings. It's either it's either neutral or you're in pain. <laughs> it's 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 neutral mm-hmm. pain and also beige. Oh, mm-hmm. you are a beige tan boy. Yes, you love a beige right. color <laughs> color scheme. I yes yeah yeah. And right now I'm wearing a a tan shirt and and khaki pants. <laughs> Of course you are. Worked better today when I was wearing a blue shirt over this this tan shirt. Yeah, because I feel like you can't wear two different tones of tan. They match surprisingly well, and I did not plan that. Stand up. Let's see it. Okay. Okay. Let's see. All right. We've got. You know what they do? They do. Yes, they do match surprisingly well. However, (laughs) uh, at first glance, you just look nude. You know, that's that's what I go for on a daily basis. It really unnerves my employees. You do the double take. You're like, what? I thought that man was naked. But no, he's just wearing tan. Yeah, they're just used to it now. Yeah. Okay. Instead of a never nude, you're an always tan. <laughs> yes. All right. Perfect. Always tan. <laughs> All right. Or what window are we talking about, buddy? Don Edgren. That's the window we're talking about. Okay. Our pal Don was born on 9-11-1923. Oh. Yeah, well, you know, I suppose a lot of people were born on 9-11s. I mean, yeah, <laughs> even in 1923. It does happen. Yeah. It, it it happened a lot, and it will probably happen again. Probably. <laughs> no, just yeah. never again. But not in 1923 again. Well, he passed on December 28th, 2006, so this is now a tragedy. Oh, oh man. See? man. Yeah. It's like a Greek, uh, Greek story. It's a comedy, mm-hmm. and then it's a tragedy. We're all over right. the place. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, make up Dom? your mind. Is was he dead? Was he alive? What's going on? <laughs> what kind of story is? Yeah. This? So far, I give your story a two yeah. out of ten. All right, we got room to improve. Uh, Don flew as a, bo- a bomber pilot in World War II. He worked as an engineer with a firm that serviced Disneyland, and that's how he got hmm. in with Disneyland itself, and became in what might be his pinnacle, the chief field engineer on the Matterhorn. Okay. Chief field nice. engineer. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. So he's like yes. the head engineer in charge yeah, of he, the Matterhorn. Yeah. Boots okay. on the ground. This is how that should work. Okay. Sort of guy. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So let's rewind to 1942, years after he was born on September 11th. <laughs> uh, he, I don't know if he joined the Air For- Army Air Forces on September 11th, but he joined them. And flew 45 combat missions in the Pacific during World War II. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Don, after the war ended, uh, got some, some odd jobs around town, got a, got a degree in engineering. And then in 1954 through 1961, he worked for the, the company Wheeler and Gray Structural Engineers. This company was one of those that was contracted to help open Disneyland Park. And they continued to consult for years. You don't hear a lot about Wheeler and Gray. You hear about companies like Arrow Development that did a lot of the rides. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But Wheeler and Gray were there for a lot of this as well. And they continued to help out for a long time. In June 1961, uh, he was offered a job at, at WED, WED Enterprises. So heading over to become an early Imagineer. Um, according to Don, during his interview, Walt walked into the room with plans for the for building the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse and peppered him with questions about what was feasible and how to get the thing built. During his interview? During his interview. Wow. That's the most Walt thing I can think of. <laughs> right. It's like he doesn't care. He's just trying to get his park done. And if this man can help, cool. I'm just gonna ask him, right. I'm gonna ask him questions. <laughs> if he doesn't have answers, don't hire him. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but also like pay me for my ideas, man. I suppose eventually they did, and he worked for them for a while. True. (laughs) Apparently, Wheeler and Gray are still around. Consulting engineers. Nice. Still consulting. Still engineering. Wheeler and Gray. That's actually their tagline, which is weird. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Are you on their website? That's so odd. (laughs) At 1963, Don went to New York as the lead engineer on the Ford Magic Skyway as part of the Ah, World's Fair. Nice. In 1969, he moved to Florida to be the vice president of Florida Engineering. Not just engineering, Florida Engineering. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of stand your ground, it's level your ground so we can build on it. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, he helped build the place, and then he became the VP in charge of of Walt Disney World. In 1974, he was the lead engineer on the uh, Magic Kingdom Space Mountain. And uh, then he briefly left the company. To pursue some other endeavors. In 1979, he returned. Yay! Don was back. The di- because he was invited back to become the director of engineering for Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, it feels like... It, that's a big that, job. Yeah, that time, it feels like there's a lot of people who left and then came back. There's right. like, sort of like a revolving door of talent in the 60s and 70s that... Yeah. I wonder if it's because Disney World was going and they needed that push to... You know, they needed... Uh, old hands to you know help out in that regard so i don't know if they were like contacted and reached out to and said hey let's get down back in here and get all these people or what 
I also wonder if they left around that time because if you think movie-wise, there wasn't really a lot of great movies at that time, like in that time frame, like 60s and 70s, Mm -hmm. right? Like it was kind of like before then there was a lot of good movies and then in the 80s there was good movies, but that time period there wasn't a lot. I think the work was drying up for people who were in the physical building aspect of the company. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, at the time that they built Tokyo Disneyland, they were also building Epcot. So they needed tons of people and they needed people they relied on. So they called Don. Don moved to Tokyo for several years. Can you imagine a man who's, oh gosh, uh, 1979, six, uh, 56, a a 56-year-old World War II veteran who killed a lot of people in the Pacific. Oh, yeah. Moved yeah. to Japan for four years. That's, I mean, yeah, that's got to be either uncomfortable or like, you know, he's just king of the world at that point. He's walking around be. like, I basically own this. Pl- I mean, probably not, you know, more, <laughs> yeah. more often than not, these people, you know, from World War II, like, look, it was a job. I was doing my thing. You know what I mean? I don't think there was a yeah. whole lot of like, identity really built into them serving you know as 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 veterans maybe but i don't know that, that's the vibe that i get no that's fair yeah yeah not it, like it is nobody now, i feel like most people don't didn't brag about what they did in the war and the way yeah, you didn't talk like, wow. about it yeah well even like my grandpa he he flew like the it was a pb 89 or something like the black cats uh the big recovery ships he was like a radar uh radio guy and he would go and like his crew like pick up the the guys who got shot down in the pacific theater oh cool wow yeah so it's kind of neat and but he never like i talked to my uncle about he goes i don't know dad never really mentioned it you know so like some of what we know is like in in history books and it's online but he never talked about it and he didn't he wasn't in a gunner ship he wasn't you know, shooting people down. He wasn't on the field. He was mm-hmm. running radio and radar. And it's like, and, you know, pulling sailors out of the water, pulling them off islands and stuff like that. And, uh, but he didn't talk about it either. So I, I can imagine yeah. that. Yeah. So it's weird. You have that generational story sort of like locked behind, you know, I would say the paywall, but that would, that would, that would tip <laughs> you off that I'm too online is when I call it the paywall. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get it. My grandpa did the same thing where he, when I asked him about World War II, uh, he would just talk about, oh, it was great. We were on this big boat and we'd. It was great. We, 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 we would all, we would fight for, we basically whoever won whatever contest they had could, could sleep in the hammock at the, the, the front of the ship. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, that, that's it. Oh, one time we got bombed. Um, and the, my station, I, I, I almost died, but I was downstairs fixing a sink. <laughs> what? I guess lucky. Yeah. yeah it, like, thanks, Grandpa. Same and thing. I feel like the people who are like proud and vocal about it, it's not about what they did. It's about I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I he was I always think proud. That's... He had pictures of the ship and everything that he was on. And I think it also differs by which theater they were deployed in. Because I feel like folks mm. who were deployed in the European theater tend to be a little bit more vocally proud than the Pacific theater. Yeah. Pacific theater on boats in a plane. That seems like yeah. easy. You're yeah. not digging a trench and living. <laughs> oh in yeah. That's really easy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Grandpa was coast guard. He was proud of what, every, what, what he did and he never talked much about it. And Welcome to hardcore really history podcast. <laughs> yeah. Dan Carlin, eat your heart out, brother. 
We're coming for you, buddy. <laughs> history well, podcast. Anyway, go ahead. Well, Don Edgren, talking about history, uh, moved to Tokyo for several years to set up Tokyo Disneyland. In 1983, he returned to the USA and was now the director of all project engineers for the entire company. And several years later, in 1987, he retired. 2006, he was named a Disney legend along with, at this particular session, Elton John and Peter Jennings, people that had nothing to do with Don Edgren. <laughs> <laughs> now, during his time with the company, uh, Don was, as I mentioned earlier, in charge of the Matterhorn Project. Um, Harriet Burns, one of the legendary Imagineers, said, uh, said of him, they said it wasn't feasible to put toboggans, a sky ride, and waterfalls all inside an edifice inside the Matterhorn, but Don got it built. Jeez. Cool. Cool was his middle name. Oh, he was a yeah. wonderful guy with a great sense of humor. I love Aww. that. That's so nice. Don Cool Edgren. <sighs> he was one of the lead engineers on New Orleans Square. Oh, uh, man. He was, yeah, one of the leads on Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. And he was one of the people that figured out how to take the ride underground, go under the berm, and extend the ride. Wow. Uh, Marty Sklar said of him, uh, it, Regarding his involvement with pirates, he said Don knew it was an engineering challenge, but he had that can-do spirit. Nothing was impossible. And uh, yeah, he worked on Space Mountain, the one that opened in 1975 in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, his wife said of him that he loved to, when he worked in Florida, he loved to wear his waders and muck around the swamps with Walt and Roy. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be cool, though. I mean, that's, you know, that's some good stories. Right. Oh, yeah. Just hanging out with that crew, trying yeah. to figure out where they were going to do any of this. Yeah. His daughter said of him, I can't think of a soul who enjoyed life more than he did. Oh. Isn't that the point, man? That's so good. Yeah. Good job. Now, of his windows, plural, he has one at Walt Disney World on their main street. The window reads Super Structures Incorporated, Don Edgren. Uh, the window we're talking about here in Disneyland is Yes, men, engineering associates. Yes, no men. challenge. <laughs> no challenge too big for our yes men. We know, no, no. Ah. We know, no, no. Clever. Okay. I love it. Don Edgren, chief engineer. It's above the silhouette shop. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, it was installed on April 29th, 2009, the same day that Roly Crump got his Disneyland window. So nice. guess who oh. got more press? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, man, it happens. You know, I it, I do sort of feel bad because it seems like he's been outshined by Elton John, who is a literal <laughs> knight, right? <laughs> Sir true. Elton John. And then Roly Crump, who friggin' should have been. You know? <laughs> And he oh, also well. has to share that middle name with Rolly Crump, because I feel like Rolly Crump's middle name has to be cool as well. Really Something cool like Crump. that, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, gosh. Well, that's our pal, Don Cool Edgren. I like it. Nice job. It's very good. I wonder when they're going to start selling, like, Main Street window merch. Like, shirts. I feel like people would wear a shirt with, like, the windows on the back of it or something like that. Yeah, you know you have nice like you have each. like a silhouette of like Main Street Maybe on the front breast. I, I I think that would be that would go against so much of my like don't steal other people's art ethics. I couldn't do it. 
I, I saw somebody it. on Etsy was like selling recreations of the windows for people to like hang up in their house. Hmm. It was selling for a ton of money. I was sure. like, why isn't Disney doing that? Like sell that in Disneyana for like 500 bucks. 500 bucks. You yeah. could yeah. even sell like a two inch version that would people because, would collect them all because they yeah. don't understand. They don't want here. Here we go. They don't like, understand no. what people actually want. And maybe that's maybe that's incorrect because I, I they clearly know more than I do about what sells in the parks. I, maybe more people buy just crap, and so they can yeah. the, the markup on that like twenty two bucks for a tumbler. Like you're you know you you're making fifteen bucks on that every single time. Whereas the Disneyania stuff, maybe I mean we go in there all the time or we used to. Rarely have I seen anybody checking out. Well, in that also store. rarely have we checked out. Right. We look at all the stuff and we want all of it. But it's too expensive. But we don't buy it. So Mm. I I think that's a big part of it, too. Like, yes, it would be great if they had cool stuff. Would you buy it if they had cool stuff? Probably not because it's going to be too expensive. I think right now. So they they have like a a studios collection, which actually I'm wearing the hat from. Yeah, that's a good um, hat. That's like a throwback to the Walt Disney Studios stuff with the a lot of oranges, a lot of like gold in it. And it looks really cool. They have like pencil cups for your desk that are like they look like they're straight from the studio it's it's really neat stuff which i was like do more of this this is exactly what you need especially in california oh yeah like it's not tourists like it is in florida you know it's people who are going to take this home yeah (laughs) but i but and i think that's where they they go wrong and they're catering more towards instagram influencer tiktok things yeah you know what i mean with the spirit jerseys and the different colors and the sequin mouse ears and and stuff like that people i i I think that people buy that more to take pictures and put online and i sort of feel like merchandising got caught up in that and they just they're trying to amp that up because it's free advertising for them they make a ton of money on the merch and then people are just posting tiktoks about what cute things they're wearing at the park and stuff and i you know i don't know i mean i know people like it but i feel like there's just I don't know. There's so much more that they could be doing with that merch. And when we used to walk through like World of Disney and see the T-shirts, like this is a T-shirt that you're selling for thirty-five dollars, and it's just literally a cartoon turkey leg, and then it says turkey legs on it. Like, really, the most yeah. uninspiring merchandise <laughs> I've ever seen. People buy it, man. They were literally lining up to buy it. Don't understand. Some snacks it. were hot for a while there. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, LGH is attacking in the chat. <laughs> oh, oh man yeah i'll have to i'll have to uh send her a strongly uh, written email a lot of people like those <laughs> those spirit jerseys yeah I and mean, I, I don't mean the spirit jersey specifically but like the the you know they have like the softer colors and now they're like glittery and whatever and it's like i i i don't know maybe whatever spirit jerseys are look i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie not my favorite thing don't like them. well also color wise and sparkly things Fashion is in a really weird place right now. It is. I know. I, I think it's just that's where we're at and it's not good I, because I was there in 1994. Like I have already lived this and it wasn't good then, but I was 12. So it was fine. Sure. Um, now it's just not good. It's not. Good. I follow this dude on uh, on TikTok. He's a um, he's a men's um, like uh, not fashion designer, but um, like he helps people. Oh, dress okay. you know what i'm talking okay. about what is that name what's the the term for that oh um like a personal a personal shop or yeah assistant something like that whatever he'll be like you know fashion whatever and uh he you know his videos like oh you know if you're looking for cool uh for cool men's footwear this summer i got you covered I'm like oh that's cool 
And it's like the worst dog crap. It's like these like sort of like Horacha sandals or Horacha uh, whatever. They're like braided sandals and they look terrible. Like everything he's going through is like, I would never, I wouldn't wear this as part of a Halloween costume to dress up like these people. I just, it, I don't know. It's weird, but he's like, this is the hottest. <laughs> like, this is what's going on in New York right now. I'm like, oh, can't do it. But would you no. wear tie-dye Crocs? Yeah, I, I, I yeah, absolutely. Kidding me? <laughs> just checking. Just, wow. just, just checking. Yeah. Uh, setting the level. Okay. Right. <laughs> Whatever. What are you going to do? Um, all right, RGA, just talk. D- uh, D- Disney Johnny Plus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Johnny Plus. Uh, yeah. I can't, uh, I can't say. It's hard for me to say Disney <laughs> Genie Plus. Really? Yeah, it is. Is that why you what... always say it weird? It, yeah. It is a mouthful. It is. Because it's, the, you know, I think like the sounds are on the opposite end of your tongue. Uh-oh. for too long so to start talking about genie plus i wanted to kind of set the stage a little bit and and talk through kind of some some key terms and and how it officially works before we get to the hacks and all the good stuff um so first want to talk about genie vanilla which honestly like i said earlier mostly worthless uh it's supposed to be able to give you tips based on your interests and use projected wait times to basically tell you hey go to this area of the park um i know that there's been ideas thrown around about trying to do a whole day based on what genie tells you but based on my experience that would be really terrible it doesn't take walking distances into account it doesn't take gps into account it basically is just like hey we think that right now is a really great time to go get on the carousel you might be all the way over in dca but go get on the carousel cool thanks i don't need that bro bye it doesn't take um, walking distance into account i did not i guess i didn't fully understand that yeah from That's what wild. from what i've seen it does not um and and in i will say the the carousel example is a little bit off base because it you do have to like switch tabs to get between the parks which is kind of weird in disneyland where realistically you just park hop no problem in disney world it makes a lot more sense that you have to like switch tabs to get between parks because you know sure you have to get on a bus gonna take half say, an hour. yeah exactly yeah. um so it's a good premise and if they invest some money in it it might be a good tool uh especially from like the disney puppeteer standpoint right like if they can get it to kind of do the ways thing where ways doesn't always give you the best route but it gives it, it it's it gives you the route that it wants to give you. Um, and so I think, you know, if they, if they could put some money into it, maybe work with like one of the companies out there that does better versions of this um, okay. to get that algorithm a little bit better. I think it could be a really good tool right now, basically pointless. So can, <laughs> can you like uh, narrow it down and keep it? If you're in DCA, can you just say, I just want to hang in DCA for a few hours. It won't yeah. like feed you that kind of stuff. Yeah. It, okay. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. It, it does keep you in the park uh, that you're in and you feed it interests. So, you know, it, it should take your interest into account. I do find it a little bit limiting because you're limited on the number of interests you can give it which I'm sure is an algorithm limit so that it doesn't, you know, just be like, cool, you want everything. I don't know what to give you. So there are some limits there, but realistically, the base app without Genie, just going in and looking at wait times in the actual app itself 
yeah it's almost as useful if not more useful that's yeah that always struck me as like why are you doing this genie plus thing because you can just find all that on the app anyway and figure it figure it out i sort of back to what i was saying earlier is disney doesn't i think really know what customers want what guests want i think inherently going to the parks is part of that what are we going to do let's look at the wait times and decide yeah i don't think people really want to have their day planned out for them mm-hmm. like this I, I really i really don't think so because it's not fun and yeah. it, it would be nice if it was like gps based right here's here's the wait times of the four rides that are close to you that that would be a a nice little additional feature that you could add to the main app or something yeah but i think that takes the point away because if if they're just going to keep you in that same area, you know, then you could get stuck in that area. They want you to walk across the park. They want you to get yeah. out wherever you are, I think, and go somewhere else within the parks to, like, alleviate, you know, any pressure from from that area. So maybe they could do the opposite. Or it's like, you're here, there's low crowds over here, but add in the five minutes it's going to take to get over there. But maybe it doesn't matter. Mm. You know, I don't know, but I, yeah. Disneyland's yeah. tight. I mean, it, it's not it doesn't take that long to get around the place. You really hoof it. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, I, so I, I think there's, I think there's a lot of room for improvement in Genie Vanilla, right? So this is the free Genie. This is not what you pay for. Um, lots of room for improvement there. Definitely, uh, I would say don't. I've never like used it. Used it. I've curiosity looked at it, but that's all. Uh, so now to get into the real meat, right? So so what we all kind of came here for Genie uh, Plus. So Disney Genie Plus. Did you forget? Um, Disney yep. Genie. Um... I, I forgot the Disney part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Genie Plus. Um, so as a Disneylander um, and, and Disneyland centric kind of thought, you can think of this a lot like Max Pass. Very, very similar. Um one of the big differences obviously is there's no free way to get into the lightning lanes so to get into the lightning lanes you do need genie plus um it also includes photo pass on the west coast which is really nice um it, and i'll get into the tips and tricks with that here uh shortly but okay. um on the east coast it also right now includes select attraction photos <laughs> Ooh, um i love it seems uh, it makes me sound like um I'm getting a little bit more for my money. If you, if you call it select, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, yeah. not everything, but no. you don't need everything. We'll just give you a little taste. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like giving me too much, giving me everything is be too much. It's like, yeah. well, then I'm going to take it for granted. But select? <laughs> yeah. Just select. Okay. All right. Here we go. This is what I've been waiting for. I'm clearly <laughs> a VIP. I don't get everything. And then both, clo- both coasts also get access through Genie Plus uh, for some, like, they're basically Instagram filters or like TikTok filters that they call lenses uh, that you can use in the app. Um, and then also some audio content. Um, I have not personally used either of those parts uh, extensively. I've seen some of the pictures that come out of lenses. They're cute. It's it's like a, you know, any is any social media of choice. It's those like lenses where they put a face on you or uh writing on your that. shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah. That, that's absolutely. They should have been doing that five years ago or eight yeah. years ago. Whenever Snapchat was like really popular, they should have jumped on that in a friggin' heartbeat. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the audio content, I've heard really good things. I I did a a light search to try and see if anybody had like pirated it out to YouTube 
or anything like that and i couldn't find it but um i've heard that it it is interesting content it, it it's got some historical pieces to it and it's like tour some, like, guide stuff or what exactly yeah is okay. yeah light light tour guide type of information right. um behind the scenes like building stories and that sort of stuff um that's cool the idea is you walk around the park and you listen to it um, i wonder how many what, what percentage of guests do that two Ooh. yeah i would guess super low two or two per, guests two percent yeah all right yeah maybe yeah. maybe 20 guests in I, a day i, I, I don't know again because <laughs> Part of your experience is listening to the background music, right. to the like, area music. Who wants music. to have like headphones on and just be? I don't know. It's weird, but maybe if I don't know, maybe if you're standing in line, maybe if you're by yeah. yourself, lines, yeah, standing or, in line, sure, I, I get that. Or as an AP who's there like every weekend, and and you're just like, you know what? Okay, this trip, I'm gonna do the audio thing. I'm just gonna figure it out. Yeah, you know? I guess it's something. It's I mean, look, I, I don't know why I I can't understand it. It's what we've been asking for as guests forever is just extra content that's free right but can you oh. i mean uh, maybe rgh maybe you have done this but I, I can only imagine how terrible it is i've oh. i've heard it's it's not bad i really I, i've i've heard that like who was it that it might have been jimmy was talking about it oh well jimmy likes everything you can't take yeah. whatever he says <laughs> you know, someone stepped on my foot and uh i loved it i thought it was you know absolutely invigorating it was like getting a massage <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i thanked them and i paid not, for their dinner it's not the usual disney like super saccharine super sanitized kind of stuff it is it 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 does have nuggets of of interesting bits from what i've heard again i I tried to see if it was pirated online. I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. I didn't search very hard, admittedly. Do you, do you have to be in the parks to hear it, to do it? Uh, yes, I believe okay. that it is GPS-based right. on that. So, um, so it's like a museum thing where you punch in the... Is it the actual GPS, or do you punch in, like, 119? I, well, I no. don't know for paintings. sure on that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, he used... <laughs> classically, he used paint. <laughs> in much the same way, we built buildings. By using other buildings. <laughs> um, but yeah. That sounds cool. It sounds cool. Hopefully, you know, like you said, maybe it's not as saccharine. Hopefully it's not like the podcast, the travel yeah. Disney plan oh, Disney gosh. podcast. Which Jeremy was listening to the recent episode and like kept sending me clips. <laughs> well, that's what made Homie. me think like it's this can't awful. be good. Oh, but... my God. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, I think because lady... it's a thing that they're pay- that somebody's paying for and they've already suckered into the marketing. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have to go through those filters. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. One of the hosts, I guess, on the recent show admitted, which I have to have to admit, uh, we're talking about DCA, I love the attractions here. I have to admit it. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I I love yeah, I love the cool. purpose of the park. I love you know, it. She's really brave for admitting <laughs> yeah. that. It was so brave. Not everybody so would admit that they like the attractions. Yeah, I mean, in DCA, yeah. like I, <laughs> that's. That's almost as hot a take as Terrence's. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go ahead. So that's so that's Genie Plus. That's what it gets you. As a remain, reminder, unlocks the base lightning lanes. I'll talk about individual lightning lanes here in a second. But okay. um, gives you photo pass here on the West Coast. East Coast, you select attraction photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the filters and the audio content. Um, I wonder why... 
This, I'm going to keep doing this the whole show, which no, I can't because we you're have good. half an hour before the secret show. Um, I was going to say, I wonder why Disneyland, like, yeah, take photos of the of your photo pass screen. I don't really care. And then Disney World's like, nope, can't do it at all. I wonder what that is. Do more people yeah. in Disney World and pay? It's been that way since Max Pass. So Max Pass hmm. included your photos, but Disney uh, Disney World has always done a different photo pass. It's always. Hmm. had a photo pass i wonder separate. if it's i wonder if it's just they because they have more international tourism over there like a lot of people from from europe go over there yeah, and they, they push the the here you can get the whole magical memory thing for your entire family for one purchase of 120 dollars. like it, they were doing that back when i had my honeymoon in 2008 hmm. yeah. of course then we got it all on a cd <laughs> wait a what that's what's weird on the on the cruise line they ship you a a flash drive you don't get a download for for your huh. your photos the yeah, photo package is a cruise ships have terrible wi-fi i don't know i guess um, so weird, they seem dude. really behind on certain things well their technology has always unless it's in rides it's always sort of been awful like their website goes down all the time their website is terrible yeah, yeah it's just stuff like that it's very weird it seems very odd I will say on the one last thing on the photo pass front. Yeah. You do take a lot more photos on the East Coast. From what I've noticed, more attractions mm-hmm. have photo spots. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. of the characters actually have photo pass cast members with them. Like in on the East Coast, Pooh and all, you know, some of those have photo passes. But on the West Coast, they don't. On on the West Coast, Pooh is use your camera phone, right? Um, and so I think that's also part of it is just the value is greater. Like Disney is better about taking your photo on the East Coast than they are on the West Coast. Yeah. Interesting. I, I haven't ever really loved the photos that they take. I don't know. They just they seem they're like overexposed or something like they. they I mean, they're high speed, low they, light. So it's yeah. really fake it's not gonna be good no ever, i mean even yeah. like in front of the castle like those like, oh like, yeah they are yeah. they are a little bright like everything's and, yeah. and i get washed that. out and, yeah but i yeah. tend to prefer my own photos too well yeah because the, the photo pass person's not gonna sell to you <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like their their quick edits that they do are great they're they're probably just applying a macro to i don't it even and... think they do edits you think they I know. Oh, yeah. So yeah. after talking to a to one of the PhotoPass CMs, there is there is a set of humans who sit there and watch every photo come in throughout the day. Oh my and god! And that's why it takes a little bit for it to upload to the app. Mm-hmm. Is because they are there are humans like monitoring and moderating those. Sure. Yeah. Um, which the PhotoPass CM I was talking to is like, yeah, so. It's, Let's just say some of the ones that don't get pushed to the app uh, maybe sometimes stick around. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's move on. But yeah, but yeah, moving on to Lightning Lane. So Lightning Lane comes in two flavors. They're, I'm going to refer to one as Base Lightning Lane. This is what Genie Plus unlocks for you. Uh, so Base Lightning Lane is essentially Fast Pass. Um, in order to get access to these, you need to have purchased Genie Plus for the day. Uh, included in this level of Lightning Lane in Disneyland Park is Autopia, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Buzz Lightyear Astro Blasters, Haunted Mansion, Indy, Small World, Matterhorn, Millennium Falcon, 
uh, Roger Rabbit, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, and Star Tours. Over on the DCA side, you've got Goofy Sky School, Grizzly River Run, Guardians, Incredicoaster, Monsters, Inc., Soren, Toy Story Midway Mania, and Web Slingers. I like Goofy Sky School is in there some for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> also God. Monsters, Monsters Inc. Inc. Like, like, who has ever had to wait on that ride? Right. And that's what's hilarious. <laughs> so, funny thing I learned on this last trip we just went out there. When DCA is having a bad day with breakdowns, Monsters, Inc. gets miserable. And I was talking really? to the CM about it. And it's because of another thing that I'll talk about here, select experience passes that kind of get you on anything. People go to Monsters, Inc. because it's the only dependable one. And so their line just goes huge. The The Lightning Lane line went all the way out to Hollywood Boulevard when Whoa. I was there. Holy cow. Good gravy. God, on a and day it's like because that, I would everything just... else was closed. Yeah, yeah I would no. go back to the hotel. I would just, yeah, back, yeah. To, yeah. back to the hotel, take, take a rest, sit on a bench on Main Street. Like, I don't know, anything but AKA any of the that. best ride, the best attraction. <laughs> if you do admit it. Yeah. So, so then you have the individual lightning lanes. So individual lightning lanes, these of note, you do not have to buy Genie Plus to get access to these. You can just pay per ride on these specific rides. Um, so generally, these are kind of the best of the best or the newest. What's interesting is, so Disneyland Park, that's very true for. The two that are on there right now are Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Star uh, and Rise of the Resistance. Um, Two big ticket attractions. Star Wars, almost every time I've looked at it for Rise of the Resistance, it cost the same for the individual lightning lane as Genie Plus for the day. Um, which we'll get into my hacks because it's okay. stupid to pay for both. I'm, I'm not, not going to put it any other way. It is yeah. stupid to pay for both the same day. And then over in Disney in DCA, Radiator Springs Racers is your only individual lightning lane. Uh, Web Slingers recently came off. It was once part of that, but it came off. So, okay. When you have the Genie Plus, the base, is mm -hmm. that for both parks, or are, are they two separate? Yeah, if you have a if you have a park hopper for the day, it works for both. You pay okay. one one. So if you don't have a park hopper and you buy it, obviously it only works for the one park you're in, but you're technically still paying for both, right? Yeah. Is it the same price? Uh, yeah, it's a better, I guess it's a better value if you have a park hopper. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Now, notably not on Lightning Lane at all. Basically everything in Fantasyland. All your dark rides, Alice, Toad, Peter Pan, etc. Jungle Cruise is not on Lightning Lane in California. In Florida, it is. Hmm. Um, Pirates does not have a Lightning Lane. Pooh doesn't need it. Gadget Go Coaster doesn't need it. Uh, Nemo generally doesn't need it and Astro Orbiter generally doesn't need it. But uh, the two, the the biggest hits of those, I think, that, that don't have Lightning Lane at all is all those Fantasyland Dark, dark Rides, Jungle Cruise, and Pirates. Those, those kind of can get a little painful. Nemo gets painful, too, still. Yeah. yeah. I, th I feel like it kind of makes sense because if you have, say, three kids, I feel like you're not going to you're not going to buy that for all three of your kids. So like when it comes to the kid centric rides, mm. you don't, you it just doesn't make sense to, to have to go through that effort for mm. those. I think there's that. And I think it's also the space mm. just 
to put in that light, like to put in an extra queue, there's just not space for it in those areas. That makes sense. Well, Jungle Cruise had Fast Pass, right? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. So it definitely I, I, did. Yeah, it definitely did. Did it? It did. It did. <laughs> I I know in I know in Florida it did and it yeah. and it has Lightning Lane still. Okay. And then over in DCA, Luigi's, Mater's, Mermaid, the California Pier rides, Inside Out, the Ferris Wheel, Jesse's Carousel. Those do not have Lightning Lanes at all. Most of those are you know fifteen minute waits on a bad day. So don't really care. Um, now another thing that i i don't see enough about out there uh but we'll play heavily into our hacks a little bit later is your select experiences pass uh so the select experiences pass this is what i would call your oops pass <laughs> this is the pass you're given when things go wrong oh. um i've seen cms kind of give it as a de-escalation tactic i also a ride is broken down during your lightning lane arrival window you get one of these select experience passes these are tiered from my experience. Um, so if if something goes wrong while well, you're on runaway railway, for example, first day of our trip, uh, we were on runaway railway. We got an in-show exit off of runway runaway railway, first ride of the day. Our select experience pass ex- included everything except for Rise of the Resistance when that <laughs> happened, which makes sense, right? If, if Disney is considering Runaway Railway as like the second best ride in the on the property, you know, not going like to the best. It's cheap, though. I feel like it's cheap. It's fair. Because, you know, Runaway Railway, it's the, it's the newest ride, assuming it's probably going to have one of the heaviest wait times. Give me, give me anything. Give me, it's just a friggin' ride. It's <laughs> yeah. just a ride. Let me go on rise if I want to. Yeah. What What do you care? Stop. Stop trying to control. You're micromanaging my entire. I'm talking to you just specifically, Taryn. You're micromanaging <laughs> my entire uh, trip. Well, but let's say there's like, I don't know, how many people no. would they give that out to that that are standing in line for? And that's that ride? so that that is what's interesting. So. I also received a Rise of the Resistance uh, select experience pass when I was in Disney World. That included everything at, at Hollywood Studios. Literally, I could go on anything with a fast pass at that point. Um, and with Rise of the Resistance, if you've seen walkthroughs or you've seen ride throughs, if you don't get to where Ray is, the hologram of Ray, before you board the ship, uh, you do not get a select experience pass. You just spent probably two hours in line, oh, and, and you don't the worst get part of the line. Yeah, I would be yeah. so mad. <laughs> I would be yeah. so mad. But I also would never wait in a two-hour line, like a, no. an over two-hour line. So that's why I don't think feel like we're ever really going to see Rise of the Resistance because no, we're going to pay for it. Uh, no, we're not. Yes. Okay, well, you I'm will pay, pay for, for it. it yeah. and I'll tell you how it is. <laughs> yeah, because I will never pay. I will never pay extra to go on a ride. I just will never do it. I will See, never do so, it. It's so funny because that it, we've circled back, right? We're back to ticket books, yeah. essentially. Yeah. But yeah, so select experience passes. I also got a select experience pass from Big Thunder being closed, which is on base lightning lane. Pretty simple thing, right? It included a lot of things. Everything except, I guess, because it, it actually gives you an everything except in the app. It did not include Space Mountain, Indy, Matterhorn. Runaway Railway, Peter Pan, Splash Mountain, or Rise of the Resistance in Disneyland. 
Guardians, Racers, Midway Mania, or Web Slingers in DCA. That's a lot of exceptions. <laughs> but what is included, and this gets into, we will get into this a lot in the hacks, is most of Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. So you can go in through the exit. You go up to the, the mm-hmm. CM at the front of the ride, and you're like, hey, I have a selected experience pass. And you get ushered in through the exit, which, as we'll talk about in the hacks, that is a way to use this to your advantage, in particularly Fantasyland. So how to buy it in Disneyland, the, this changes. This is one of the things Disney has changed the most about this system. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to base this off of the most recent way to buy it. Uh, on the most recent trip, you could either buy it for your full trip, all days, all guests up front when you buy your package through concierge, or you could buy it morning of once you had scanned into the park for that day. Nowhere in between. You couldn't add it on without canceling your whole trip and rescheduling it. You couldn't add it on like if if at your original purchase, you're like, ah, nah, I don't need it. And then six months later, you go, oh, yeah, let's add it or whatever. Um, that doesn't work. You have to wait until day of. It is a set price of $25 per person per day when you buy it in advanced. But it is variable pricing when purchased day of. Uh, so it is flexible pricing day of. Upgrading ahead of time has been one of the has been one of the things they flex the most on. So if you're planning a trip, talk with your concierge. Um, this is this is where concierge makes concierge actually makes a lot of sense. Even as somebody who is literally sitting here telling you how to do all these things, still go through concierge for this reason. Look, they already got their plug, Ryan. Okay. I know, I know. You don't have to impress me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just Individual... live next door to each other. You just walk across the street, dude. Oh uh, yeah, that's that's all. Yeah, of, let me uh, let me head Colorado. over to his room now. It's yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might as well unshackle him first. But high five. Individual lightning lanes can be purchased day of, and they are variable cost. Um, so those are also. Uh, I think I saw something crazy as like as high as it's like upper thirties. Oh, I think during and that was like thanksgiving and christmas like that was like rise yeah rise no i just now most days it is it is down at the like 2025 mark, oh which is well still that's more sensible it, I, it's still a lot i i you know you want to pay that kudos to you i'm definitely not trying to say that anybody who pays it is uh you know has too much money but um that is I don't know, man. I, I, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I, yeah. I can't. I can't. Morally, I can't do it. Yeah. It's tough. I just think uh, about the dumb stuff that we buy at Disneyland. Like what? Name 10 things we've bought that were stupid. <laughs> Look around. Um, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, there's a lot of dumb things. Like a $7 churro is dumb. When have we bought a $7 churro? I'm You've not, moved on from giving, stuff that we've bought. I'm not giving you receipts. I'm okay. I'm just letting you know there's a lot of dumb things to buy at Disneyland. Yeah. I think I wouldn't buy a seven dollar churro either. I will say Rise of the Resistance is awesome. Hands down, one of the best experiences, if not the absolute best experience in the parks right now. I'm glad. And for every person that that has a different value, right? Mm-hmm. Um I will say I have purchased individual lightning link for Rise of the Resistance before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was worth it. But again, I'm also a huge Star Wars nerd. And like it was it was I I calculated it in like a like a souvenir for that day. 
you think about it like as as your souvenir for that day. It, yeah. The memory is your souvenir, if you will. Yeah. Or, all right. Uh, whatever. Who cares? Let's go. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Um. So in Disney World, you can only buy Disney or you can only buy Genie Plus day of. Um. It is variable cost by date. Starts right. at fifteen dollars a person a day because you don't have that photo pass element. So it is a little cheaper usually on the East Coast. Um, you can buy Genie Plus as early as midnight of the day you're headed into the parks. Don't have to be checked in. On my most recent trip in 2021 to Disney or to Disney World, this meant we were basically finishing our night by buying Genie Plus for the next day. So not setting an alarm for midnight, but instead you're usually going to bed in the parks at about midnight. So, hey, cool. Mm-hmm. Let me get on my phone, grab Genie Plus for the next day. Smart. How you officially use it. So how it officially functions by Disney's standards. Starting at 7 a.m., you can make your first ride selection. Uh, After your first ride selection, you can make your next selection after one of five things happens. And I know this sounds complicated, (laughs) but stay with me. They make sense once once you hear. Okay, And then once you hear the subcategories, you'll really. (laughs) So you use your lightning lane, right? If you use it, you can get another one. If your lightning lane window closes. So if you are like, screw it, I don't want to go to small world right now. And the lightning lane closes. Cool. You can pick up another one. Two hours passes. So this is what this is a rule that that was not well publicized in the beginning has become more better, more well publicized. Uh, So if if it's a super busy day and you pick a lightning lane for let's say Indy because that's one that always seems to be pushed out that's you know three o'clock in the afternoon you're picking it at 10 o'clock in the morning at noon you can pick another lightning you cancel your current selection so this is something they have added since launch is the ability to cancel your selection which is really nice freeze it up if if you're like yeah uh you know what i, I i'm gonna be in dca instead of disneyland let me cancel yeah. that or I, I bought a churro instead so i can't afford it now <laughs> yeah or if your current selection becomes a select experience pass so if if the ride's broken down you're free to pick another one okay throughout the day you rinse and repeat this process over and over again you're given a one hour arrival window per selection for linking ride windows, it's better in Disney World. They have the magic band all set up, so you just tap and you link it up. Okay. Uh, Disneyland, you have to type in an ID that pops up. PhotoPass CMs do have the ability to tap your magic band plus in Disneyland, which is nice. There was originally a restriction of you can only ride each ride one time throughout the day on uh, Genie Plus. That was at launch. That has been lifted. Uh, which is really nice uh, and also plays into some of the hacks. So that's how it is used officially. Okay. That sounds good. Sounds like we're getting into hacks now, finally. Yeah. Okay. Let's get, in, we're gonna let's take a, get into the, We're going to take back. a break, though, first, before we do that. Cool. Let's so, do it. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back. It's ears up. And uh, RGH is telling us all about Genie Plus and Lightning Lanes and trying to justify paying $30 for Star Wars. We'll be right back. <laughs> And now, back to the show that ignites your dream wish of imaginations and magical color wonderment of forever. Ears up. That's right. We ignite things over here, everybody, which maybe it's, uh... Shouldn't really say this close to fire season in California, but, you know, what are we gonna do? 
Speaking of the warmer weather, Darren, summer is right around the corner, and our friends at the 21st Amendment are celebrating the return of the warmer days with their popular and everyone's favorite seasonal beer, Hell or High Watermelon Wheat. You just had this for breakfast this morning. I did. The brewers at the 21st Amendment brew an American wheat beer with real watermelon juice, creating a refreshing, fruity, and quenching beer, or what they affectionately call summer in a can. Hell or High Watermelon Wheat will make any weekend barbecue or beach time activity that much better. When visiting the California Bay Area, be sure and stop in at the 21st Amendment's San Francisco Brew Pub at 563 2nd Street, just two blocks from where baseball is played. And also be sure and visit their brewery tap room just across the Bay Area in San Leandro with an outdoor beer garden. Not just an outdoor beer garden, the outdoor <gasps> beer garden. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yeah. All right, let's talk about some hacksaws, dude. Let's do it. Let's right. do it. So one I, I want to bring up real quick. So I mentioned that you can cancel your Genie Plus selection. Marie in the chat did bring up a very good point. If you are absolutely trying to, to maximize your use of it, you also have the option to modify your selection. So oh, Okay, that's better. Yeah, depending on what you're, you know, if you're if you're like, ah, I need to take the midday break and go back to the pool instead of do anything right now and all the lightning lanes are right now go ahead and cancel it but otherwise modify it and pick up something else yeah i mean more more likely with this group it's like i had that ten thirty reservation at ogas and now two o'clock on um <laughs> you know jungle cruise or indie is not gonna happen yeah, it's not gonna happen yeah so i need to go nap i need to sleep I, off my ogas reservation sorry i will say if you have ogas reservation backed up to a millennium falcon fast pass that's a good time it makes that ride better <laughs> The GHs may or may not have drunk driven the Millennium Falcon. Oh, no. Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad for the kids that were engineers on that ride. Oh, they're hitting all the buttons. <laughs> Jeez. Um, but number one tip and trick, hack, whatever, that I want to put out there is carefully consider if you even want to buy it. It is not an auto-include for every day of your trip. It is more useful depending, as you probably started to pick up on as I listed rides, depending on what the makeup of your group is, depending on where you are, what park you're in, it's you're going to have varying levels of success and varying levels of value with it. I think on the Disneyland side, it is very useful. So if, if you are not park hopping and you are only in Disneyland for the day, I think Genie Plus is is worth it. You you can get on to some rides that are gonna gonna be miserable waits otherwise. DCA, I don't know that it's super worth it if that's your only park for the day. But I heard in the Ray Plan Disney podcast that that <laughs> that this person uh, their their secret is that they like the attractions in DCA. So I heard I heard that uh, you know maybe it is worth it. Yeah. Yeah, the only lines that really get long even on miserable miserable days like this so on my most recent trip a Tuesday was a crazy day, like mm. two hour waits for like Haunted Mansion kind of crazy. Uh, stuff yeah. must have been down, I feel like. Stuff must yeah, have there been was, down. There was stuff that was down, like Splash yeah. Mountain was still open, but was like intermittently going down. So every time it would go down, uh, Winnie the Pooh would spike to an hour wait. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there there was some problems. It was also right around grad season. It wasn't a grad night that night, but it was right around grad season. It, and and I walked past two CMs having a conversation of like, why were we getting crushed today? Mm. Like it was just one of those unlucky days where you end up in just the parks. One and you're of like, those days. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, DCA, 
maybe not super worth it um in dca even on a busy day the rides that get long are like guardians and that's about it everything else is going to stay <laughs> under an hour uh even web slingers which is the brand new thing it, it, super fun ride i liked it but still stayed under an hour generally so because yeah, i feel like it's not for everybody and I feel like they messed it up by, by uh, you know, uh, having those the toy that makes you shoot different stuff. You mean this one that's right up behind me that's <laughs> mounted on a 3D <laughs> See, there printed you go, hand? Yeah. <laughs> but and it, 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 it's nothing against anyone who bought it, but I feel like it's you you are, and we said this when when it was announced that they were selling these things, where it, you sort of now have two classes of people riding this ride. And yeah. I feel like it, it's going to prevent people from riding it because they don't, they can't do the th- the big thing. They're only it's, regulated, regu- relegated to just being a plebe, and they can't have the cool web shooter because they don't want to pay the fifty bucks or whatever. So it's they're like they're highly discounted right now. I will say, I wonder why. I I and I suspect based on so, and this will get into one of the topics that I'm going to cover in some other episode of this show, but. There's a lot that's about to change in in uh, Marvel mm-hmm. in in Avengers Campus, I think, based on what was on sale. There was like 30 percent sales on certain characters, uh, like any merchandise from certain characters. There was the the like specialized web shooters were on a they were like. I think the base thing that you have because you have to buy two things. To oh do my of course gosh. you do. Yeah. Of well, you, you I do. guess you can you can buy one thing and use it, and it makes sure you shoot two webs at a time, or and then to upgrade it, like to do the Iron Man thing, like I have, you have to buy a second thing. Some of those characters were more than fifty percent off. Some of the like second upgrades were more than fifty percent off, and the base mod, like the base thing that you get, was I think fifty percent off. So that tells me that they're either spinning it down or but, something. But you, I, I but, think, but you can't, right? You can't fully get rid of it. Mm-mm. You can't. I mean, it's so still in the pro. It. It, it's yeah. in the programming, so people can bring it, but right. you don't have to sell it. I guess. Do you want to know my hack for this ride? Not going. Uh, if you want to do it, go single rider. It's a great single rider because you get to see the pre-show. You get to go down a a different, slightly themed hallway than everybody else. And in the end, you get stuck onto a ride with a dad and three kids <laughs> and everybody's just going like this. And at the end, somebody goes, wow, that guy got a lot of points. And you're like, yes, I did, children. <laughs> and then you leave. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, I have a question about your wand thing that you bought. Your wand. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what it is. It's a wand. I mean, I have one of those, too. Yeah. But, um, and a lightsaber. Will you but. bring it back with you when you go? Will you remember I, and will you consciously do that? I will. And part of why I, I have confidence that I will, and I, I'll share this. I do. I brought my wand to Florida. I bought it in California. I bought. I brought it to Florida with me. I have two Savi's lightsabers that I've built that I have brought back into the parks. Uh, okay. One I built in California. I took it to Florida. The other one I built in Florida. Lisa and I have two of the droid depot droids that we're working on customizing and like painting and, and distressing. And we have taken them back to the parks. And in fact, I just booked a Disney cruise through concierge and I'm taking, you can't take the droid on the cruise ship, but I'm taking like a small model of it to like, take fun pictures of so 
I'm the guy who does bring all that back. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but does the average kid who begs their dad to buy them the Iron Man thing that... I know. No. I don't think people. I tell you what, if if Alice had that and, and we were going back and she'd be like, I want to bring anything, I would no. Because then now we have to pay for a friggin' locker to put it in when we're not using it. And then if we're in DCA and we want to do the thing, you have to go back over there oh, and get the your lock, you know, and then do the thing. Yeah. I'm not no, absolutely not. I you don't need I it. talked to we're a guy in it. line when I was wearing mine to to go do the because I bought the Iron Man one. Um, say it again, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so when Tell I was us in again line, that you bought the Iron Man one. I I was talking to a guy and he was yeah. he was talking to me. He's like he he noticed it. he's like, "Oh, this guy's strapped up. He's going to take care of us." Um <laughs> and I was like talking to him and he said he had an AP buddy who who had bought all of them, all the additional oh. add-ons. How oh, many geez. are there? Iron Man Rescue, Ghost Spider, Miles, uh, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man. So I think there's six, if I remember right. Wow. I bet he's happy that they're all on sale now. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, but I guess, so I was talking to this guy, and his buddy, you know, goes back. And he was asking his buddy, he's like, do you get more points? Like, and the guy's like, no. The buddy who <laughs> does it is like, no, I don't get more points, but I feel cool. <laughs> which i think that's kind of the thing of it right yeah if course. you want to be iron man you buy it if you want to be dr strange you buy it you know whatever mm -hmm. so moving over moving back to our hit tips and tricks about genie plus disney world which is i think where you have a little bit because you're going to do less park hopping in disney world you know you're going to be in the same park all day epcot not worth it there's only a couple of rides especially only a couple of rides that get long rope drop one of them virtual queue guardians while it's still available and go rope drop test track test you know? track yeah for sure dude because if you've it, maybe if you have somebody who wants to do frozen go rope drop that but um otherwise there's just not a lot that gets long there so not worth it and let's be honest we don't go to epcot for the rides <laughs> exactly <laughs> animal kingdom also it's not useful there everest has a single rider um great single rider yeah i think because the the big avatar ride is is an individual lightning lane uh right. so it, it's your navi river journey is about the only other thing Woo. Uh, maybe skip it yeah <laughs> um magic kingdom it is useful genie plus is useful at the magic kingdom i think castle parks overall that's that's the takeaway okay uh hollywood studios it's a little bit of an 50-50. It can be useful depending on how much Star Wars you want to do, how much how much Toy Story you want to do, that sort of stuff. So take a look at the rides. Think about it. I'd also just be worth it to just buy the one ride. The value is less if you're just buying the one ride of Rise of the Resistance. But if it means you get to do all the other rides plus do Rise of the Resistance, I guess... Those two hours you'd be waiting in line, think of it as buying the ability to go do Muppets during that time or go do, you know, the indie show or something, you know, during those two hours that you'd be waiting in line, you're buying back those two hours. The way that I look at it is I'm paying premium price to get into the parks to have access to everything. I should have access to everything. I shouldn't have to pay extra yeah. to That's experience sure. the things. But, yeah. you know, you guys do what you want to do. now. On the West Coast, PhotoPass could make a Genie Plus purchase worth it 
depending on what the purpose of your trip is, the mm-hmm. makeup of your family, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If if you want to go get the castle photo, you want to get the flower photo, you want to get all those photos, you know, it's somebody's first time, the photo pass may make that sale for you. Okay. That makes sense. Now, if you are buying it with the photo pass as your only goal, don't buy it for your whole group. One person buy Genie Plus and that's it. That makes sense. And then just link all the photos to their account, let them download it, and you're good to go. Mm. In that same vein, if the group makeup is such that you don't have a lot of thrill seekers, you can kind of use Genie Plus to create your own single rider line. Uh, Most Lisa and I actually did this on our most recent trip. It was Ted's first trip, so we wanted it for the photo pass mostly. But what we could do is we could get a lightning lane for, let's say, Indy, and we would get it. And on this trip, our experience was that it was usually not far out to get that that one. So you get it, and then you get another one as soon as it opens back up. You just get another lightning lane for Indy. Oh, and, and then so the you other guys are both person using the same like account. Like exactly. The same phone. Exactly. Okay. Makes it totally worth it if you know it's better than rider swap because you don't have to wait in the actual standby line. So no one has to wait in the standby line instead of one person having to wait in the standby line. Genie Plus can't you can use it to make your family's own little single rider line, depending on um you know how far out the lightning lane reservations are and that sort of stuff. That makes sense. Screenshots of Lightning Lane Redemptions and uh, select experience passes do work. Mm. Now, I don't know. I, I I don't know if a screenshot of a canceled Lightning Lane works. I would imagine not. I didn't test that, but I did test. Um, I had I ran into a uh, friend in the parks and they had some of those select experience passes that i was talking about left there's for for whatever reason however they got them they were available for multiple days hmm. um usually oh, it's only wow. available for the day that yeah that the thing goes down so i don't know if i don't know if they had a really bad experience and so the <laughs> the park gave it to them i know it was their honeymoon so i don't know if maybe they told town hall that and town hall was like oh here's let's make a little magic for you I have heard some of those experiences are coming back to the park, so I, maybe that's it. I don't know. But he screenshotted the select experience passes and sent them to me, and then we used those screenshots to get on rides. Hmm. Um, so it, it it can work that way. That's um, cool. Which is kind of cool. I also interact. I also watched somebody do that on Main Street, which is you know the old school thing where you used to be like, "Hey kid, do you want to yeah. go ride Indy? Here you go." That was the best. I saw somebody do that, which you have to get, you have to exchange phone numbers and send screenshots, <laughs> which starts to get a little questionable at some level. But um, that's still alive to some degree, as long as you can screenshot and send from phone to phone. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then this is the big hack. Broken down rides still vend lightning lanes. Some lightning lanes are vended as far out as five minutes. So, and I did this. This is how I got the Big Thunder Mountain one. I saw Big Thunder Mountain was five minutes out. It was listed as currently unavailable. So I picked up a lightning lane for it. It almost immediately turned into a select experience pass. Wow. And so, as I mentioned earlier, Fantasyland accepts select experience passes. 
So if you are, you know, sitting at lunch or you're waiting in a, a line and you're kind of scrolling through the app and you see something that's broken down, check and see when it's lightning lane is. Hmm. And if it's real soon, pick up that lightning lane and let hmm. it turn into a select experience pass. The worst, worst case scenario. This happened to me as well. I tried to gamble on it. I, I picked up Indy when it was down. It was like 30 minutes. And I was like, Indy's Indy's usually down for at least 30 minutes when it's down. Yeah. <laughs> so I picked it up. Indy came back up. Worst case scenario, you're stuck with the fast pass for. Gotta go on Indy. That, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, now I did see, and I, I didn't think of this, but as I was doing research for this segment. Yeah. I saw the ultimate version of this, which is very gamification, which is for those rides that are five minutes out and they are broken down. Get it. Get your select experience pass. Get the the lightning lane again and keep doing that and just stack up (laughs) select experience. That's amazing. I mean, you know, why not? Then if they're going to let it be broken. Right. And do those those select experience, those just pop up automatically for you when that, yep. when that happens? Yeah, you just get a little push notification on your phone that's like, hey, uh, something has changed about your plans, I think mm, is the way it says. Okay. And you open it up and it's like, OK, cool. This is a select experience pass now. And they're pretty for the company. They're surprisingly giving with those. If it is like five minutes into your your window and it is broken down, it turns into that select experience pass right then. It's not all the way, you know, it's not if it's broken down for that whole hour that you're with, you have to arrive or anything like that. Or like up until the last five minutes, they wait to give you that. It's it's pretty right. It's pretty immediate. That's cool. Um, which is nice. Yeah. That is the the big hack is the broken That's a great down. hack. Yeah. yeah. Marie's in the chat. She's like, oh, man, I was hoping that no one would talk about that. <laughs> all, Sorry, Marie. All I kept thinking is like, oh, here's our headline for this show. This is this is what this show's about. Is that hacks. right there? Yeah. <laughs> like I say, the, the two big hacks here. One is and and this isn't really a hack, right? We we rail on on uh, sites for calling things hacks when we're doing walkabout when they're not really hacks. But yeah, do do seriously consider the value proposition of of genie plus for your group right thrill rider thrill seekers are are going to get more value out of it than somebody who just wants to go ride the dark rides and the benches for mm-hmm. sure the right. photo pass is it makes makes it uh, a whole different thing and and the hack there is you only need one you don't need everybody to have it there you the, go. if you're just looking at the photo pass. Uh, all right. What else do you got? Because we are late for Secret Show, people. I apologize. That is all I have. It's not your fault, Betty. All right. Very good, <laughs> Ryan. Thank you very much. I feel like that's useful information. And um, I will not give Marie your email address so she cannot harass you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. We are going to get out of here if I can do my thing properly. There we go. Trying to get the thing thing. Let's go. All right. Uh, yeah, we are uh, popping right over to the secret show. That link is already in Patreon, so go ahead and check that out and uh, meet us over there. We're going to go make the drink real fast, and we'll start the news. I got a ton of news. There's a lot going on, actually. Uh, Ryan, thanks a lot very much, man. appreciate it. And uh, sure. if you want more of Ryan, you can catch him on Puny Pods. So go subscribe wherever greater podcasts are subscribed to. And um, all that kind of fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll see you guys on The Secret Show. And until next time, we'll see you in the parks. <laughs>